0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with me, Lynn Stacy. I am so glad that you could join me for day three of the King David series. It's, he had to fight for it. Um, sometimes when you're just going through different things in life, sometimes where you think that it should be done with ease and just uh, we should be able to step into titles and to positions and to, to roles and to different purposes and to different callings without it having to be a fight. But David is a perfect example of God anointing him and appointing him for a role. But even though God anointed and appointed him for a role, he still ran into much trouble and into much trouble. Um, He still ran into much trouble, um, proving that sometimes even in life, when God begins to um, purpose and to call you and appoint you to different things, that does not erase the fact that trouble isn't going to happen and trouble isn't going to occur. And that sometimes things are going to be hard just for you to be able to get through. Sometimes we do step into things with ease, but sometimes um, there are sometimes when we have to fight for it. So um, we're going to go ahead and go into um, day three of the King David series. And if you have not checked out um, day one and day two on Tuesdays, the Bible Talk Tuesdays of the King David series, I encourage you to do so Um, so that you can kind of learn a little bit more about um, the story of King David and how he kind of um got into the whole thing of being the king because he was a shepherd boy. And so. Um, We talked about being on God's radar, just doing what you know to do, which was day one of the King David series. And then on day two, we talked about um, Goliath, how when David met Goliath and not just Goliath, um, the one that we know about that was in the Philistine army, but um, how he um, he kind of ran into trouble after defeating Goliath. He ran into trouble with King Saul Um, and King Saul was that he had found favor with at first, but because of just um, life. Um King Saul got angry with David and um uh, from that um, point on after um, after David received more accolades than he did, he uh ended up um eyeing David from that moment on and so we're gonna talk about that a little bit today on um Victoria on the Victoriously Anointed podcast. Um and before we go on to talk about it, I wanna encourage you to subscribe, to like, to follow um the Lynn at Lynn Stacy Studios uh, Instagram and Facebook page. The more likes I get the better. Um and so if you are um uh, if you believe in just what you like seeing here, I encourage you to um not only like or follow, but I also encourage you if you already like or follow to invite a friend to like and follow the page especially if it has been a blessing to you and it's been uplifting and encouraging to you, um, share, um, that would be such a blessing to just, um, the growth of the podcast, the growth of the brand. Um, and I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and get into the King David series. So before we do, I'm just going to kind of read a little excerpt from the, from the perspective of David. I imagine, um, the King who said he once found favor in, um, playing the harp now wanted him dead. He wanted him dead um, to the point he would do anything to accomplish it, even give him his daughter to wed, um, his daughter, um, Mikael, to wed. Um, But she ends up, she loves David. um, So she ends up helping him to escape. And Jonathan, her brother, also um, ends up helping him as well. Um, And so this took survival to a whole uh meaning, I'm sure, for King David. So King Saul wanted David dead. We see where in 1 Samuel chapter um, 18, where King Saul was happy that his daughter uh, Mik- Mikhail, um loved David and gave her to uh, wed David. So that she could be a snare. King Saul wanted his daughter to be a snare to King David. He did not, uh, he, he was happy about it because he thought that his daughter was going to be on his side, but ended up finding out that she really did, she loved David. Um, and that made Saul all the more afraid of David because of uh, his daughter's affection towards him. So Saul went from being angry at David to being afraid of him. It's amazing that um, sometimes the people that start off wanting to attack you, they attack you uh, because of, but he he started with anger and jealousy. And then it just turned out, I'm just going to keep on attacking you because now I'm afraid of you because you're taking people that um, people that are close to me that I uh, maybe have. Uh, found some form of just being able to them uh i guess favor with now it seems like you're winning more favor with them and one of them just happened to be my daughter and the other one happened to be my son so saul went from being angry at david to being afraid of him we find in verse 19 where king saul instructs jonathan and all his servants that they should kill david but jonathan's loyalty was to david so he actually uh, warns David in verse 19 and I say that but I also say his loyalty loyalty was to God he recognized that David was the one that um God had chosen and so uh when David and Jonathan met uh the word tells us that the the soul of uh the uh the heart of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David or, or something like that and um uh, pretty much he loved him as his own soul and so um uh, because he loved him as his own soul the the thought of just attacking David was kind of like a self-attack um, I would say the perception of that was so what do you do when the most powerful man in the kingdom has a target on your back? Because you simply you have simply been chosen by God. When you are simply chosen by God and the only reason why somebody may not like you or only reason why somebody may attack you or the only reason why somebody may bully you is because you have been chosen by God. And the only thing that I can tell you is to keep on trusting God. Keep trusting God for your safe covering. Keep trusting God for your safe keeping. Ch- keep trusting God for whatever it is that you need, um, because that's the one that's going to sustain you. He's the one that's going to keep you. He'll keep you in perfect peace. He'll keep your mind. He'll keep your body. He'll keep um, you while you're just going through different things like that. And you can trust Him with whatever it is that you need. Because David was living in this in the palace with the man that wanted him dead, um, he was still uh, he still had to maintain his composure. So um can you imagine just everybody knows it, you know it, he knows it walking around this palace uh, with the man that you know once you did and you having to kind of maintain your composure and act as if nothing is wrong and everybody's just acting as if nothing is wrong and and you know it and he had to maintain his composure because uh, this was the king of the nation this was the king Saul the king of the nation um so um David had to still live in that royal palace still be married to his daughter and still try to, um, still try to, um, also just keep his composure until it pointed to the point it got so bad that David knew he could, he couldn't live there anymore. He knew that it was time for him to go, um uh, because especially after Saul threw a spear at him, uh, in an attempt to kill him. That's how that's how bad that his anger, um, his rage had gotten towards David. Um, so David goes to hide among the priests. Um, so uh, there's there's different things that kind of occur. I'm just kind of giving you a brief outline, but if you keep on kind of reading through the story of David, you'll see how he got to these different points and individual points in his life that I'm getting ready to talk about. So one of the places that David goes to hide is um, among the priests. Um, he also hides his parents too as well. Not among the priests, but before he leaves, he goes he makes sure that his parents are, are hidden. So David goes to hide among the priests whom Saul um, later slaughters um, for he later slaughters the peace. King Saul comes in to later slaughter the peace for keeping David and not telling him. Cuz King Saul wanted to know where David where David was. King Saul wanted to know where David was, <clears throat> and so because um, the priests had kept him, even though those were those were God's people, and then the priests they were the leader, they were leaders of God's people. And King Saul, this is just shows you how much disregard he had even for God. Um, not only did he have disregard for God because David was um, anointed by God to take the position, and um, King Saul kept on pushing for Jonathan that you should be more apt about taking your position in your place because you're my son and you should be next in line. He not only was he, he disregarded God in that way, but he disregarded God by going in to slaughter God, the priest. Like this is how much, this is how much, uh, this is how disrespectful, uh, King Saul was just to, to God. And the fact that he was over God's people, this was a chosen nation of Israel. Um, and so, uh, because of the way that he kind of just, um, disregarded, um, God is one of the reasons why I believe that, uh, that God chose David. It says David was a man after God's own heart. And he says, Saul, have I rejected and David have I chosen? And so, um, this is one of the, uh, things that were happened. This is one of the things that occurred on David's route to being, um, King. It wasn't always easy. It, it wasn't always easy. Um, and so David hides, he not only hides, um, with the priest and then later on leaves, when you, th- I'm not sure if you guys heard about the story of David eating the show when it gets to the new Testament, but this is where it's found that about the show um, that is talked about in the gospels of, of Christ. The sh- when he ate the um, show bread and you will know why he ate the show because he was on the run. He was on the run and, um, he needed to, uh, the people that was with him and him and he needed to eat. And so, um, there was a reason behind it. And so, this is this is where you can find the story. It is in First Samuel. Um, if you know anything about the showbread, but if not, if you want to learn more about it, you can still read it and learn more about it. So that when you do come across that point, you will know. Okay, this is what they're talking about when they're talking about the showbread. Um, that the um that was anointed for the priest. So David hides. Um, not only does he hide among the priests, but then he eventually leaves. Um, uh, cause King Saul finds him, But when King Saul get there, he doesn't, um, uh, he doesn't find them because David has left. So David hides among his enemies. He hides among the Philistines and has to act like a crazy man, a crazy madman, to keep from, uh, to keep them from killing them, to keep, um, the, the Philistines from killing him. So David goes and he hides among his enemies because what's the, what is the, you're not going to think. Uh, To go and look for a person among their enemies among the people that can kill them So David he goes and he hides among them. He even fights with them in battle at one point uh, If you if you keep on reading just to kind of just to kind of like um, I would say prove that you know He's just he's 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 not there to harm them or anything like that Now I'm not gonna say when he comes to King what he does, but the fact that he he has to act like he's just lost his mind because they recognize him and they recognize that he's the one that's been um he's a warrior that is in Israel and so he had to um do what he had to do to protect and preserve his life um and it works for him it works for him and they end up using um uh, uh um David and so this is how God has anointed him he has given him favor can you just imagine just um uh, people looking at you knowing that you're you're David, the one that can actually um, come into our camp and kill us, and then you have to act like a crazy person, and then God um, just kind of shielding you even in that to where they don't come after you, your enemies. Uh, this is uh, this is how uh, God will keep you even in the midst of your enemies. David has to hide out in different places um, in the wilderness, constantly moving, uh, moving around in order to avoid Saul. The whole thing was when when they were when uh, they were just. When they were uh, discovered or if someone maybe have seen them, he knew he couldn't stay in a place too long. He knew he couldn't stay somewhere too long because King Saul was after him. King Saul was after David. If you continue reading, he wanted him dead. But if you continue reading in the book of Samuel, you will see where this is First Samuel. You will see where God causes a deep sleep to fall on Saul in his pursuit of David. God pretty much delivers Saul into David's hand. Even though King Saul is the one hunting down David, God is the one that's fighting for David. And so what does God do? God is like, I'm going to deliver Saul into your hands. And so he causes a deep sleep to fall on Saul, not once, but twice uh, from what I've read. And he, um, and he, uh, he causes his sleep to fall on him and David finds him. And David, do you know what David does? He does not, he say, I will not slay God's anointing. He, he doesn't kill him. He doesn't he, he doesn't kill him because he, he honors and respect the position, even though he may have gotten off. He still honors and respect the position of where um, Saul is and where that he was uh, anointed by God. At one point, um, God's anointing was with him. He honors him and he says, but he leaves something there with Saul to let him know. Um, that I was here and I could have I had the opportunity to kill you but I did not do it because I'm trying to show you mercy I'm trying to show you that um, you there you don't have to do this and different things like that and you know what um, that uh, kind of makes me think about this is an example a perfect example of what David was going through of him having why he was a man after God's own heart. Because how many times have God shown us mercy and, and given us opportunity to change? He was giving Saul opportunity to change. And that's 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 uh that's a that's a heart of God kind of uh token thing um that David had. And this is one of the examples of what it what it was like, you know, having a um uh, being a man after God's own heart. And so this is David this is King David. I know sometimes we hear about King David and, oh, he fought Goliath, but after he fought Goliath, he ran into a problem with King Saul. And so he had to struggle to get to be the king. He had to go through to get to that kingship. He had to, he had to survive. David knew what it's like to be a survivor. And now one of the series I talked about, um, I think the one with King David, King, I mean, Goliath, um, David, um, he had to be a strategist. He had to know how to strategize and even going up with the Philistines, he had to know how to strategize, um, and, and, and God has to give him the mind to be able to do those things. And so when you find yourself in difficult situations and you find yourself going through different things, but you know that God has spoken a word over your life and you know that you have been called and destined and purposed and different things like that. It said we have been predestined in Christ Jesus for good works uh, for whom he foreknew he predestined. So we have been um, called to purpose and to do different things in God. And sometimes, you know, we, we want to back out of different things things, if it ain't easy, if we just don't step into it, if it if it doesn't go um, the way we want it to go in the time frame that we think it should go in. uh, But sometimes we have to give God a chance to just kind of work the thing out on our behalf. And eventually, um, if you keep on reading the story of David, because he kept on walking by faith and not by sight, he didn't look at the fact that his circumstances was hard. He didn't look at the fact that his situation was difficult. He knew who he was. He knew whose he was, and he knew that he had been anointed and appointed by God to be king. And so he knew that it was something that he was going to continuously have to go for. He prepared himself in the middle of the battle. He prepared himself whilst King Saul was still coming after him because he knew eventually even though you're coming after me Saul I'm going to eventually be in the spot where God told me I was going to be which is where you are right now and it's going to be God that raises me up and it's going to be God that gets me there and I'm going to keep on preparing in this wilderness and I'm going to keep on surrounding, trying to work to surround myself with people that can help me get to where I need to be and I'm going to trust that God is going to get me there um, if you keep on reading the story of uh, David, you see um just different parts of his life. There's an instance in the Bible where he comes into contact with a, a woman by the name of Abigail, and Abigail had a husband that was evil, and um David was on his way to get get him because uh he 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 denied he was he denied the um him and his army uh from something to eat, and Abigail was his wife, and she went out there and she said, "Here, take this," and she kind of blocked, it. she said, "Um, no, this you don't need to do this because." Because, uh, uh... You're getting ready to be the king of Israel, and he take he hearkens to her voice, and he hearkens to what um she tells him, and um David says, you know you're right, and so they retreat and they go back, and um you find a a, a few days later, it wasn't much longer later that um that man ends up, up dying because David released um he 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 not only did he release King Saul, but he uh the couple of times he could have killed him, but he um let that man live as well too, and God took care of uh and. God took care of David's enemies God will take care of your enemies if you will allow him to defend you if you will allow him to defend you um, God knows how to get you to where you need to be Um, and so Abigail told him, tells him, um, no, this is, this is, this is not for you to do. And sometimes you, it's part of that is hearkening unto the voices of people who recognize your call and your purpose, and they are willing to stop you and block you from doing stuff that you might otherwise do. So God sent, she came in as an intervention when um, the servant came and told her, um, this is what, um, David was requesting. And this is, um, what your husband, um, did, um, Abigail, um, her uh, she, the Bible tells she tells us that she was a woman of understanding, and so because of the, she was a woman of understanding, she understood that this is not going to be good if he comes here, um, uh, because her because her husband disregarded the fact that God had chosen um had chosen um David as king, um, he was still gung ho King Saul, and so um, the fact that she was uh, she she thought quick on her feet, and she sent them ahead of her um, so that she can go and plead the cause for um, she said the calls for her family and her servants and different things like that. She said, you know, uh, it'd be on my head. And even though she was the, she wasn't the one, she said, It'd be on my head. Please don't do this. Um, and so um she honored, she honored God in spite of um different things like that. And I, I don't mean to get into um Abigail, but I'm just saying how David, um David just hearkened unto her and he took what the, the gift offerings that she brought, and he and she and he recognized that you know what this would not be good for me coming into this new kingship, into this new position, because it wasn't long. Uh it wasn't long after that um that David did begin to um take his place. And so um the fact that this occurred the fact that this that this occurred, this particular incident incident occurred, um, let, let me know that. Um uh, and let should let us know that, you know, um God is with us. God is with us. Even sometimes when we're in the midst of just doing things that, you know, we just, we, we respond because we already got, they had a lot of pressure on him. And so in having a lot of pressure on him, sometimes that may, you know, they may cause you to um, respond in different ways and different things like that. And sometimes, um, God has to be the one to intervene on your behalf in order to keep you from, um, from doing something that you might not otherwise do. Not saying that David was, David was no stranger to, uh, if he wanted, if he wanted to go to battle, he was like, let's go to battle. Um, and if you, if you look, read the sort of story of David, he was, you saw he, he started by chopping off um, Goliath's head. David was not afraid of battle, but this was particular incidents. This wasn't a good uh, particular incident for him to be able to um go to battle into wit, um because someone uh, denied him that. And so um, Abigail steps in and she kind of intervenes um, in that situation. Uh, uh, because it wouldn't have um, ended well, and, and God fought for David. Um, God will fight your enemies for you. I'm going to say that again God will fight your enemies for you. You just have to allow God to do that and put it in his hands. Um, and King Saul didn't go away quickly, uh, but eventually, over time, when it was time for David to step into his role, King Saul had to go um, because it was in God's time frame, and King Saul had to go uh, when it was time for David to step up and rise. So sometimes um, the only thing that the the only thing that an enemy can do, the only thing that the enemy can do, um, is just kind of mess with you while you're waiting in the process for you to come into the fullness of your role. Uh, because when it was time for David to come into the fullness of the role, that time was already set up. And the only thing that David had to do was get from the point, um, that he was anointed to be the King to the point of, and of the point of time, um, where it was his season to step into the role. And in between that time, it was, up uh, that was, I, that I would say that was a time where, uh, um, maybe his enemies and different things that kept coming to him that was encouraging him, that was trying to block his faith and trying to hinder his faith. And, uh, maybe even cause him to question whether or not this is what God want him to do and different things like that. Um, and the only thing he has to do, he had to get through that season, through that waiting season in order to step into the, um, uh, blessed, blessed season of his life. Um, and sometimes that's how we have to review things in our lives. Lord God, I know what you have spoken over my life. I know what I'm purpose and calling this destined to do. And I know that it's going to happen in the time frame, Lord God, that you have, or, The only thing I need to, Lord God, do is help me to handle the weight. Help me to do what I need to do while I wait. Help me to get through the process. Help me to prepare and do whatever it is, Lord God, that I need to do within the weight so that when I step into the role and the position in the time that I'm supposed to step into it, I will be ready and prepared for it. And I believe that's what I will see when I look at King David. Uh, when I look at King David, and that's also including your life. Some of you have been called to um, just do different things, serve in different capacities in your church and different things like that, serve in different capacities in the community. And you don't know. Um, that's why I talked about being on God's radar. You don't know um, what how that is um uh, Positioning you for the for the next thing in your life. Um, Even if some of you are going out of retirement, you still don't know how that's positioning you for the next thing in your life. (laughs) You don't know how you've lived your life, how living your life has prepared you uh for just even if God wants you to be like, okay, I'm gonna give you a blessed um retired years of three years, and this is what I'm gonna allow to occur because of how you serve me so faithfully and so diligently. You just you just don't know. Um and but when you put it your trust in God's hand, that's what really matters. Um so but um the thing that we've established about david is the fact that he was a man of strategy and now we'll go a little further and add to the fact that um, not only was he a man of strategy but he knew how to gather people together because his, he built his army which was his team um while he was in the place of hiding um he 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 built that while he was in a place of hiding he had to be open to trusting people not um even though he was a, a target Uh, even though he was a target, he still had to learn, uh, to be open to trusting, trusting God first and foremost. And then even though he may not have trusted every, all the people, he still had to be open to trusting them. It's kind of like, how can you be open to trusting somebody that you really don't trust, um, except that you trust God. Um, that's why we have to put our trust in God. Um. So it was an assignment God had called him to. He was fighting for his calling. He was fighting to fulfill a purpose greater than himself. He was fighting to get to the point um, that God needed him to be. Sometimes we are at points in our lives and it's not exactly where we want to be, but sometimes we just have to go through the process in order to get to the point that we need to be. And whatever that looks like for you, then you just have to keep on taking God on your journey with you um, and see that um, it can get better. It will get better. And things do change over time if you just keep on keeping a positive outlook of outlook life and just keep on trying to go forward with whatever it is that you're trying to do whether it's I'm trying to build more muscle I'm trying to get uh, more lean whether it's I'm trying to develop a more uh, positive sense of thinking I'm trying to do this I'm trying to build a business I'm trying to build um, a better character attribute within myself I'm just going to have to take God on my journey with me and be willing to put in the work and do it and wait um, and, and do some do whatever it, 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 it necessary uh, that needs to be done so just because you find yourself and I will and saying, saying that too, uh, David did not uh, compromise on what he believed. Actually, he showed more courage. He showed more of the character of God, even through, while uh, going through this storm, the fact that God delivered his enemies into his hand, and he chose not to, uh, he chose not to, uh, to uh, kill um, Saul, even though he had the, he had the right, he was well within his rights to do so. Um, he was well within his rights to do so. And I believe God honored that. So just because you find yourself fighting through, um, difficult situations to get to the purpose and destiny God has called you to, doesn't mean that it's, um, uh, is not going to happen. Um, you just have to stand in faith, trusting God and prepare while you want, uh, while you're waiting to step into the destined, um, the destined role God has called you to. It's a, it's a, um, it's a fight trying to build or accomplish anything, especially stuff that's, uh, uh, a, a, a diff- different, um, especially stuff that's different. uh when you're trying to build something, especially something that has never been done before, maybe um, it's, it's been done in another part of the world, but it ain't never been done in your city. It ain't never been done in your town. It ain't never been done in your household. It ain't never been done in your family. When you're trying to do something that's different, uh, sometimes that can be difficult to do because everybody is used to the norm. Everybody is used to, this is how things work. This is how things flow. And then all of a sudden you get this game changer in uh, whatever you are. You're the game changer um, in your family. You're the game changer in your community. You're the game changer at your job. You're the, you become the game changer. Game changer. Sometimes it's difficult to be the game changer. A lot of people want to carry the status of, say, I'm a game changer. But um, when you're a game changer, that comes with hardship sometimes. That comes with trouble sometimes. That comes with pressing against the grain sometimes. That comes with, I got to fight sometimes. Um, it's not easy carrying on that role. That's why everybody is. Um, everybody can change things, but everybody ain't no game changer. Um, some people have to come in and they have to lay the groundwork for other people to be able to operate within something that they had to be the change for. Um, and so um, it just depends. You have to operate within whatever it is, the capacity that God has you to do. Um, and I would say, if God has purposed you for anything, somebody needs your purpose to come forth. Don't think it to be too small. Don't think it to be too, don't think it to be too big either. Don't, don't think it to be too small. Just thinking of as you know, God has called me to something greater than myself and somebody needs what I have in me. So I'm going to work diligently, even though sometimes I may not be thinking for myself. And even though sometimes, maybe sometimes I may not feel like I, I, I'm i deserving to walk in the, world, in, in the in the role or I'm not, I'm not worthy of something. I'm still going to do what it is that God needs me to do while he works on me in the background, because there's somebody um, that needs what I have and what I carry within me. And I'm not going to allow the devil to rob me. And I'm not going to allow the devil to rob them. And I'm going to keep on doing whatever it is that God needs me to do. Um, It's a, you have to fight for it sometimes. So sometimes um, this is just, this is just how life is. You got to have faith faith. And I talked about in the faith series, which we do on Sundays, that if you have a God given purpose and you're trying to accomplish that thing in faith, you're going to need God in order to accomplish it. Especially if it's God, you got to take him on your journey with you. I pray that on today that you have heard something that has blessed you um, concerning this King David series. And I pray that it encourage you, encourages you to kind of fight and want to go forward in God. And if you have not checked out the Bible Talk Tuesdays uh, for the month of August on King David um, Day 1, which was on God's Radar and King David um, series day two which was uh, when david met his real goliath i encourage you to do so um and then i also encourage you to come back here next week and check out uh, next week's podcast concerning king david um uh, the series on king david um if you have not checked out the interviews um that we have been posting on this month i encourage you to do so i'm so excited about a few of the other ones that we have coming up um um if you have if you um if Something on the podcast, the interviews that you watch um, blesses your soul. Make sure you share with somebody because it'll be a blessing to someone else to hear someone else's testimony and how they've overcome and gone through different things and how they accomplished different things in their life. Um, and so, I love to interview people, and so um, I encourage you to share those interviews. Uh, and um, if you are on my Facebook page, I encourage you to share that uh, those interviews. If you are on my Instagram page, I encourage you to share those interviews. Don't be afraid to click that like button. Don't be afraid to. to, to, afraid to Click that share button. Um, don't be afraid to follow the page. Um, it's all right. I, I I appreciate that, and I welcome that into the space. And I'm still waiting to get to that um, hundred mark on my um, Facebook page, on my Instagram page. I, I'm, I'm, I'm over hundred, so I'm, I got to get to that that two hundred mark on my Instagram page. But I'm still waiting on my Facebook page to get to that uh, that, that that century mark. <laughs> and when I do, I do. Uh, we will be giving out a uh, a gift card on the Facebook page. So if you have not went over there and um, like and subscribe. I encourage you to do that and on my YouTube channel, um, at Lynn Stacy studios, um, you can watch some of the interviews and you can watch also, um, how to get more engulfed into, if you're wanting to learn more about the word of God and when it comes to seeking and different things like that, because seeking God is something that I really encourage and pray in and different things like that. Um, you can, um, kind of, um, we're going to start that on the YouTube channel, the Bible Basics and Bible 101. Um, so we're going to go ahead and end this podcast with a prayer, but I just wanted to kind of encourage your faith um, through the story of King David. And I pray that your faith has been encouraged on today, that sometimes it's okay when you have to fight because sometimes the fight is necessary in order to get to the goal. Um, so dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for your love. We thank you for your strength. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for everything that you have done for us. We thank you for giving us the strength and the power and the endurance to go forward. Lord God to fight for the things Lord God that are necessary for our lives to fight for the things Lord God that you um, desire for us to accomplish Lord God and thank you Father God for just stepping into our will Lord God and allowing your will to be done. You are the great Father and there is none like you in all the earth and I pray Lord God for the ears that are listening Lord God that you will bless their families and the work of their hands Lord God that they will begin to bless you and give you honor and praise and glory. There is none like you in all the earth in Jesus name we pray. I pray that on today that you will go forward and and be blessed.